Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We had a week off because we all had stuff to do. Um, and say hello, Kyle. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Kyle. <laughs> God. It's going to be a long Oh, oh ju- just you wait. I'm just getting started. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Speaking of Jesus, say hello oh. to Michael. <laughs> hello. You know, the name Michael does mean he who is like the Lord. Just saying. Like I said, let Jesus take the wheel. So before (laughs) we begin, I wanted to um, see how everybody's week off and week was and weekend. Go ahead, uh, Michael. Yeah, um, it was very busy, very good. Um, The school I work for, we have an annual event called Relay for Life, which is a, a national event uh, that is through the American Cancer Society, um, and it just raises money for research and things like that. And we have been working all year with, our, with our, my student committee, and they've been putting it together and planning it, and we had the event yesterday. It was from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. It was a 12-hour event on campus, and we raised $17,000 for the organization, and we fell a little short. We're, we were hoping to hit 20, um, but I think still think 17000 is a lot. Um, so yeah. I'm very proud of them. They did a great job. We had a good day. We were on our feet hours and hours, and we got sunburned. You, you can get sunburned in the 30s, apparently, even though it's oh. cold. But it was a really good day. Um, so today I've just done a whole lot of nothing uh, to recover from that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. And what about you, Kyle? Well, as you know, I was in Las Vegas last weekend visiting some friends that were in town from London um, and had the most absolute best time. I have never laughed that long and that hard for so long. It was just like, you know, like, you know, like when you have friends that you haven't seen in a, in a long time, but once you see them, you just pick up where you left off. It's like I've known these guys mm-hmm, for 15 mm-hmm. years, and um, it's just that way. We just had a blast. And then um, we went to see Brittany, and we went to see Jennifer Coolidge, and met some new friends through them. So it was a, it was a great, great weekend. Um, a little, you know, barely any sleep, and a little too much, you know, imbibing on food and alcohol. But all in all, it was a, I, it was really glad to see the boys and um, hang out with them. Nice. Very good. Sounds exciting. How about yourself? Um, I went to my three-year-old niece's birthday party last. Sunday, and that was fun. Um, How old is she? I joke, huh? <laughs> what do you think? I said, how old is she? Uh, three. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. Um, she is like a little grown-up because um, we were singing happy birthday to her, and she was so embarrassed. And then afterwards, for some weird reason, um, she stood up and crossed her arms over her chest. And I'm like, Nina, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm mad. And I said, why are you mad? She goes, my party's over. I said, well, you're going to have one next year, so don't worry about it. Um, 
she got a little baby doll, and her aunt decided, because they're white, they're not really my relatives, but her aunt decided to get her a black doll, and she looked at the doll, looks at me and goes, oh, baby Nico, which is the nickname she gave me. This is kind of odd, but um, it was odd in the sense that the baby had ginormous lips and a huge wide nose. Is that the picture you posted? Yeah, and I was like, what the Mm. hell? Why couldn't they just take a white baby and just make it black? Why did they have to change its features? And so we got into this whole discussion about that. And then the week went on completely normal. And then on Friday morning, um, this woman from a Boston radio station that I've been talking to for like two or three years back and forth, she's like, would you like to come on our show and talk about Bruce Jenner? And I said, sure, why not? And she said, would you also like to talk about your own experience? And um, I said, sure. And so I kind of came out to Boston as a um, preoperative trans woman. So that was fun and nerve-wracking. And, um, yeah, so speaking of Bruce Jenner, I guess we should get started. Michael? Go ahead and take the wheel. Okay. okay. Um, I will try my best. Um, so, yeah, I was, I've was i been looking forward to the Bruce Jenner interview um, since it was announced that it was happening. Um, so I made sure, and I, I'm not modern. I don't have DVR. I don't even have a VCR, so I had to watch it live. So I made sure I was home for that. Um, and I enjoyed it the whole. I enjoyed the whole interview, and so I was just curious about your thoughts in general about the interview. And then I figured we can kind of go from there and talk about certain parts if we wanted to. Um, yeah, but what did you all think? Kyle, um, I thought it was. I watched. I was out with some friends, so I watched part of it on like a TV screen at a bar, and then I got I had TV voted, but I watched it when I got home the next day. Not, I didn't get home the next day, but I watched it the next day. Let's be clear. Um, <laughs> Either way is okay. Nice yeah. girl. I thought it was very interesting and it just like extreme. You know, there was a couple of teary moments, but it's just like I just thought it was just being very brave. I think the thing that I liked the most is when you go when you went online and just kind of read people's like things about how like if some people were saying, well, you know, we should discuss whether he has a mental illness. It's like just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's an illness, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. that was kind of just like disheartening. But other than that, I thought he did a really good job. I thought he was, I mean, right off the bat, I mean, there was not even a, a stall about, you know, like, you know, any of those kind of shows you wait to the last 15 minutes to find out what's going on. Yeah. And he just went for it, you know? And then the fact, I mean, talking about the kids and um, how they factored into it all. Oh, here come the sirens. Um, and good. But the weirdest thing all, it's like I actually had a brief moment where I kind of respected Kanye West for what he said to yes. him mm. to put into perspective. I mean, it, it, that when the show ended, then I don't have any more respect for Kanye. But, I mean, at least he said something kind of <laughs> smart and just, like, interesting, yeah. you know? So it's, it's yeah. kind of... He's always kind been of, pro-gay, just to let you know. He's always been pro-gay. I mean, he can be an asshole in other areas, but he's always been 100% pro-gay, just to let you know. Okay. Just Kanye asked. Um, so we, um, it was just, I, I just thought it was kind of it timed appropriately because you got to see, you know, you got to see what the family thought about it and just bringing them out and just how, like, how to them it's like it makes sense and it's like 
it just kind of it kind of helped to get the background because it then it's like you didn't think that this came out of nowhere because like for mm-hmm. us who are yeah. in that family you know it's just like, like well this seems odd why is he you know how long has this been going on and then you find out it's like it's been his whole life so that yeah. was pretty yeah. interesting so I thought it, I thought it was a very well done interview I thought it was very open and honest and brave and I was just like you know it it was it was pretty spectacular, I mean, to watch. And it's just like, you know, good for you, you know, good for you. I mean, huh. even, like, to come out at, I mean, to do this at 65 is like, you know, why, you know, you're 65, why now? But he was summing it up, like, like when she was talking about sexuality and stuff, and he's like, you know what, I'm 65. I just want to be happy for me, live my life, have my mm-hmm. friends. That'll come. It's like, you're right. It's like, you know, I was, it was wrong of me to kind of, you know, think about, like, you're 65, like, what's going to want to, you know, who's going to want to date you? And I was like, Kyle, that's not what it's about. It's about this man yes. being happy uh-huh. and being himself. So it, hearing right. that kind of makes more sense to me. So that now if I ever have conversations with people that they don't, you know, like, these are the things that you can tell them to have, like, an honest conversation about. So I was really, right. I mean, it was just something I wasn't going to know. Right, right. Well, um, David, what did you think? Um ton of things going on. One, at first I was like, all right, so we're going to hear about the person that, you know, he accidentally killed, and it turns out Diane Sawyer couldn't talk about it because it was an ongoing investigation. But um, I was I was shocked, and I was pissed at the same time. I was shocked okay. that he actually said the words. I didn't think he would ever say the words. And I don't know why I didn't think that. I guess it was because it was so hyped up. I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be such a letdown. And he said it. And then I was pissed because I am one of those people. Kyle is not. You probably are not. I'm one of those people who's watched the Keeping Up with the Kardashians since day one. And since day one, oh, Bruce Jenner's getting a sex change. We've heard that rumor for so long. And Chris was like, hey, it's such a rumor. It's a lie. People, like, make up stories. And he actually is. So that pissed me off because um, he could have been, quote, saving lives back in the 80s right after he won. I mean, I, I was just, you know, a little ticked that people like Renee Richards came out in tennis and Bruce Jenner couldn't. But he apparently was walking around in the 80s in a dress and heels and sunglasses and people saw him and, no, 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 that wasn't me. So I was a little pissed about that. Um, The thing that really surprised me was if you go now to look at um, Bruce Jenner on Twitter, if you just type in Bruce Jenner, you're going to see stars like Demi Lovato and Miley, but you're also going to see some really negative comments. Um... And another thing, you're going to see people not commenting. Madonna did not comment. Pink did not comment. Adam Levine didn't comment. These are people that are huge in the LGBT community. So I was a little shocked that they didn't comment. And uh, a little sad, too, because it would have been nice to hear somebody like Madonna, who's a gay icon, say, Oh my God, this is amazing! I don't even know Bruce, but I think this is amazing. Well, but just just to know. interrupt just for a second, David. I mean, the thing is, like, we don't know if they maybe reached out to him directly and don't need us. I mean, to know what they're thinking. I mean, they could have reached out to him directly. To be to be honest, I mean. So 
just because, I mean, mm. I understand what you're saying, but just because, you know, you're an outspoken person for LGBT doesn't mean you need to tweet about every little thing. But they do, they could. That's the funny part. They, they tweet well, about maybe everything this is, maybe this is something a little bit. Well, we just agree to disagree. And then I see them tweeting about their concerts, about their movie. So, I don't know. I just thought that that was a little weird. Um, yeah. So... And uh, I wanted to ask both of you, what do you think his name's going to be? Well, her name's going to be. I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I read that article today where, um, you know, that contemplated, you know, coming back as, as Aunt Heather. Um, that was also, I think, in the 80s as well, though. So, I don't know. I've heard the name Belinda thrown around before, and I don't know if there's any credible source or if that was just something that someone made up because it started with a D as well. Um so yeah, I have I have no idea. I just thought it was interesting in the interview how they phrased everything, how um, that this would be the last time he would interview with Bruce Jenner, and so it kind of leads you to believe that um, that there's either going to be another interview or there's going to be kind of like a, um, you know what I mean, like kind of like a welcoming in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't, I don't really know. Another thing I forgot to mention. I was really, really, really pissed off that. He sat through two hours huh. of the Kardashian interview with Oprah. He sat there and he got interviewed, and it was all about the Kardashians. His family wasn't even mentioned. Then it's time for him to shine, and they didn't want to sit down with him at all. The Jenner side sat down. Jen, his mother sat down, and his wife of 23 years couldn't take the time to even comment. It made me feel like they were they didn't want to comment, they didn't want to talk about it on that show because they want you on their show. That's what it made me feel. I was pissed about that. Really, yeah, I kind of felt the I felt the opposite. I kind of thought that he is always you know we like he came to the school I work at. He came to speak at our school last year, and I, I did get to meet him and get a photo op and and all of that fun stuff. And he did not mention the Kardashians not one time during his speech. Um, he, he, he kind of alluded to them, said, you may, some of you may know me from that TV show on TV, but that was it. And I think, right or wrong, whenever the Kardashians are involved, like, they take over. And I, I kind of thought that this was almost their way of stepping back. Like, I kind of thought yeah. it was nice that it was focused on. Because if they would have been involved, or like if Kim, even though he had wonderful things to say about Kim, had she been on the show, it would have been about her, you know, and not, not Bruce. So I almost I kind of thought it was... It was intentional that way. I mean, any time I don't have to see them on TV is a good time for me, but um, I oh agree. I think, I think they basically wanted to say this is Bruce's moment because um, there's been a, you know, I've just been reading other things like supposedly, we don't know this is worth there, but they watched the interview together with Bruce. So mm-hmm. they were all together when they watched it. So I, I kind of see both points that they could have done something. They did have the, the message from Kylie and Kendall. But the thing is, it's like the moment you put the Kardashians involved in it, it becomes something totally different. And I think they just kind of respected him and brought the others. Because the Jenner family, the kids, the Brody, and those, I mean, I didn't even know about his other kids. And then my friends were telling me, what? yeah, they knew about his musician son and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so it was just, I think it was just kind of like to have his moment and then leave it at that, which I thought, which I thought was good. Right. And um, I think that when yeah, there is going to be that. that. And there will be the docu-series on ease, it kind of, kind of about, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the transition. So I, I would imagine that would include a whole lot more of, you know, the everyday yeah. life and the people in, in Bruce's life. Yeah. Well, they all tweeted, but did you guys catch 
Crit Humphrey tweeting, man, I'm glad yes. I got out of there. Yeah, I, I did. did. Yes. Hashtag, gotta do you. And then did you see him tweet an apology that he mm-hmm. thought he didn't mean it? He was he didn't mean to be so vague. How, what? What are you talking yeah. about? And he it's not as if he's the one who even food. left Kim. Kim divorced him, Thank so he didn't you. get out. He was pushed Thank out. You. They, oh, shit. Jesus just got the devil up at him. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. It's true. <laughs> and well, the I'm thing is, it's like, I think he's going to throw shade like, at Bruce. Like, Chris Humphrey, you nice were in a shame. You're in a 72-day sham of a marriage. I mean, you did uh-huh, it for the uh-huh. gifts. I mean, come on. Yeah. You're a douche. And, and then he tweeted, fully support Bruce. Oh, okay, bitch. Oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, what, Michael, nobody asked you, what were your thoughts? Oh, um, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't go into it with any expectations. Um, there was that part of me that, you know, like, all the, the, the intrigue and the mystery surrounding it, and, and there was that part of me that thought, what if this isn't about gender at all? What if this is just something different? There was that little part of me, but that clearly went out the window the first couple of minutes when they got right into it. So um, mm. I enjoyed it. I appreciated it. I liked how I thought it was very nice how um, being two hours, they were able to kind of like uh, show Bruce's story, but they were also able to kind of educate and bring in some other people as well and so forth. Yeah. Um, you know, for the middle-aged people, not saying that middle-aged is bad, but for the middle-aged people who maybe knew Bruce as the Olympic gold medalist um, who may not have a clue about, you know, gender identity or anything of that nature, um, mm-hmm. I thought that was really nice, you know. And I think even just giving that, just, you know, being a gold medalist and being an athlete and, and all of that, I think um, that's going to bring some people into accepting a little more or maybe um, people who had questions might um, understand a little more because of him. So, I was very happy with the whole thing. Um, I kind of cringe when he showed his dress at the end. Um, just, <laughs> it looked a little I, I just small. I feel like that is too – well, not only that, but then, like, picturing this six-foot, three, 65-year-old man in this short mini dress that is probably a Kim cast-off, it just made me feel, like, weird. I don't know. I kind of, like, cringed a little. I don't need to see what he's going to wear. I don't – that's his business. What he comes out in is what he comes out in. But when I saw that, you, you can never go wrong with an LBD, okay? Hi, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I um, thought it was still a. Oh, go on. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I did like that moment though when he, like you know, you can sit in front of a camera, you can say all these things, and you can tell your story, but to see how excited Bruce got when he like showed the dress and you know, oh, yeah. you're talking about it like it. I don't want to say it made it real because obviously it's real, but um, mm. it's like you know, like those little things in life and those little moments. Um, I thought it, it made a big impact. Yeah, and just to let you know, something that my friend tweeted me afterwards, um, she said, "I didn't understand when Diane Sawyer said, do you like guys now?' I want people to be clear: your mm-hmm. your gender identity has nothing to do with your sexual preference or sexual orientation. They are two completely different things." Just because you change your gender identity doesn't mean your sexual preference automatically changes. It has happened. There was a um, HBO special where a man who was married to a woman for many years and had children changed his gender identity. They got a divorce, and then, what for whatever reason, he decided he wanted to date men. But that's not the case for everyone. And right. said, "Oh, well, then that's a lesbian." No. That's a trans woman. 
whatever her sexual orientation is, is up to her. You don't need to label her. You know, that's none of your business. So I don't know. I just I just wanted to put that out there. Right. And I did notice that too. And I, I feel sometimes with, with any interviewer, I feel that some of the questions are like questions they are asking and then some of the questions are questions they, they would suspect society is asking. And so no, I feel that yeah. 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 Diane Sawyer gets that and knows that, but you know there's going to be the people yeah. at home who are like, oh my goodness, what does this mean? And so I, it, I feel it was kind of asked on their behalf. Oh, no, sure. of course, and but it's smart to do so. Yes. I mean, it's Diane Sawyer, no, not some rinky-dink interviewer, you know. She knows what she's doing. Yes, yes. Did you guys feel it was weird that Diane was interviewing him and not Oprah? Because I immediately, when I heard about it, I was like, why Diane? I don't get it. Because Diane Sawyer is a interviewer, been doing it longer than, why Oprah? Well, he already had. Why you gotta bring her name in here? No, I mean it's Diane Sawyer. It's like ABC. Oprah ain't got no show. She ain't gonna do it on OWN. <laughs> watching OWN. Okay, first of all, you don't need to get black with me. Calm it down. I'm sorry. Calm it no down. one watches. I'm sorry. No one watches OWN. And if you want ratings, you do it on a primetime special with a credible interviewer. I mean, Kylisa, more Kylie. News. Tone it down. Oh. What, what happened? What just happened? I don't know, but she she got all crazy on me. I I I feel what you're saying about Oprah because Oprah is is my Jesus most of the time, and but I feel almost and I, I mean I, I don't think I would say this to Oprah's face, so I hope she's not listening. But I feel there's almost a Kardashian-like element, you know, like Oprah. It means well and does great things, but if Oprah got involved, I think it would almost be more about Oprah than about Bruce at this point. And I think agree. Um, like like Kyle said, you know, Diane Sawyer in primetime interviews. I mean, all she's She's just done this, and it's a network, and it's a network that everybody has. And I don't get own on my cable service, but I get ABC. So um, I, I think that makes sense to me. But I, still love I just didn't know why. I was just shocked. I was like, hmm, I wonder if I'm not her. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay. <laughs> well, let me move to something a little fun. Um, so I don't know if you all enjoy Mariah Carey as much as I do, Um but hmm. apparently she's Dallas she's does. going to what's that? Dallas is obsessed with Mariah. Oh, okay. Um, apparently she will be doing a, a, a residency in Vegas, which I think that was already known. But um, she's having um, I, I don't want to call it a new album because it's really not. But it's a um, she's updating her number ones album, and it's retitled Number One to Infinity. It will have all eighteen of her number one songs, as well as a new song Infinity that. I guess comes out at midnight tonight on iTunes. So um, there was her whole last album was wonderful, but it was a hot mess and it was not promoted and it did not do well. And there was just there's always things going on in her career. So I feel that this was a nice way to kind of like focus back on her music and to promote her show as well. So I just wondered if either of you were fans of Mariah, if you like Mariah, if you like any of her songs, if you're looking forward, if you could see her in Vegas, would you? Just anything about Mariah. Um, and Kyle, since you were in Vegas last, um, what are your thoughts? I'll ask you first. No, I thought it was – I mean, I did see the big poster. Um, she was going to be – she going to be at Caesars Palace. Um, when we were there, Jerry Seinfeld was there for two days, and then um, Mariah was going to come. Um, no, I, I love Mariah. Um, you know, you know, good, bad, and crazy, Oliver. Um, mm-hmm. I have seen her perform before, and she's, she is amazing. Um, I don't know if it's to the point where I would probably pay money to go see her in Vegas. I'm sure it's a, a okay. killer show. But, okay. I mean, I'm fine listening to my CDs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have a favorite song of hers? 
I think the song, the two, um, well, I love um, I Don't Want to Cry, but I think I really like There's Got to Be a Way. That's usually one of my favorites. That is all about that. That's back in the day, yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, David, what about you? What are your Mariah thoughts on on the new album and the new show? I feel like, and I know I'm insulting people in Vegas. I know I'm insulting Uh people in Vegas. I feel like if you want to resurrect your career, you go to Vegas or do Dancing with the Stars. And she's going to do Vegas. And it's going to make her a boatload of more money than she already has. It's going to get her mind off of um, Nick and... Maybe, just maybe, um, she'll become creatively reborn. I mean, the funny part is she started off as a singer-songwriter, and now she's kind of just the singer. And I'm sad about that. Um, It's done wonders for Britney. I mean, she's about to get her conservatorship waived now, and she's going to be back in control of her money. So who knows? Um, about her albums, I feel it's mm-hmm. weird when people keep putting out the same damn number ones with new songs attached. Just just do a new album. She used to do an album a year. One a year. Yeah. I have every one of her albums. Oh, Where same, is that, Mariah? Like, I feel, yeah. I don't, I, I don't get it. I feel like I know this, and I didn't know this until today. I knew she was going to Vegas and all of that, but I didn't realize that she had changed record labels and she assigned to Epic and assigned a multi-album um, so I remember, like, this last album, you know, first it was called The Art of Letting Go, and then it was, you know, and Me, I Am Mariah, The Elusive Chantus, and, and it just, it was delayed for a year, and I just feel, I don't know, I hope, hopefully that's the records company, and now that she's out of there and then in this different place, we can get there again, but after the disappointing sales, I, like, I almost feel like this is a good place for it to kind of start again, and her last number one album was in 1998, so it has been 17 years since she put out a collection like this, so... Well, I know, but um, it's just... Yeah. I, I, I know. She's, yeah. she's used to churning them out like this. Every year, a hit. Every year, an album. And then a tour. And it's like... Then she's, like, delayed on the album. That doesn't happen with Mariah Carey. Who are we talking about? Like, I, I'm, I'm yeah. shocked when I heard that. So, yeah, like, um, you remember, like, it was supposed to be out, like... Yes. Yeah. And I think that uh, it seems that, at least from... Um, because as if I know all these people, but it seems every time that, uh, that uh, an artist has a residency in Vegas, you know, who has kids, you know, they always swallow that because that's a, it's a place to still be with your kids. They're not out on the road. You know, they're able to still have the show and have their regular lives and everything too. So I don't know. Hopefully it'll be good. I just know that I'm going to be in Vegas in early June for a long weekend. And the friend I'm going with, um, she's not into pop music really at all. Makes fun of me. That's fine. Um, but I did get her to agree to see a as long as I go see Cirque du Soleil with her, she will go see a, a concert with me. But she says she will not see Britney and Mariah. I have to choose. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I would be happy with either one, but I don't know. Go see Mariah. Okay. Okay. And I did yeah. see Britney. I, uh, I think when I was for a, a good so. show, Britney's more of a show person, kind of like Madonna. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. sort of like like Madonna on a lesser scale, but um, mm. yeah. Okay, well, good. Um, so I saw this other article this past week, and I think you know, as I did a little more research, it seems like it's actually from a couple of months ago, but it just kind of came up in my news feed um, the past few days. Uh, have either of you heard anything about this? His, his name is Tyler Orr. Mm-hmm. 
so apparently he was arrested um, for allegedly exposing a man to HIV um, on two different counts. Same same person, but two different occasions. Um, and I don't know um, where that stands now, um, but apparently if it if it it goes as planned, he could be facing jail time. So um, what do you think about that? Is that something, obviously it's not a good thing, but um, do you feel that that's where we should be? You know, if, if, if someone catches HIV from, from, you know, something or someone that um, jail time would be the proper thing? Um, where is I, it? I think it's South Carolina. What's that? Oh. I think it was South Carolina. One of the Carolinas. Because when you mentioned him earlier, I, I of course, looked him up. And um, they've got a a video interview with him, but I didn't get to watch it all because I had to dial into this. Um, Mm -hmm. But he did. They were going to. Because I want to see about the questions that they're asking because my biggest question was. Did he? Did the uh, did the other person ask what his status was? Is mm-hmm. it in South Carolina? Did he ask mm-hmm. about his status and did he lie mm-hmm. or was it just not asked? Mm-hmm. And in my right. point of yeah. view, honestly, Michael, it's like so. Yeah. Case in point. So I had sex with someone this morning, and the first thing out of his oh mouth, my God. I, I met <laughs> up with him. I, okay, it, it it relates to the story. Yes, yes, and it, it does, does girl. Finally, I'm on topic, and you're bitching at me. Um, so uh, go on, go on. He, he said, um, the first thing he did, like, we were just, like, kind of chatting a little bit, and he asked what my status was, and I told him, and he told me his. So it's, like, right then and there. And whether or not he was lying, I don't know. But still, I think, I mean, granted, it's, it's a tragic situation, but I think the onus is on you to be mm-hmm. how accepting of you are of risk. For me, you could say you're negative all you want, but doesn't mean I, I'm like, oh, good, I don't have, I don't have to use protection. It's like, um, mm-hmm. that, you make that choice. It's not the other person. Mm-hmm. They can tell you whatever they want to tell you, and, if, and hopefully they're telling you the truth. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, did they get tested last night? And some things can, like, dormant. It's like there's just you, – you, he obviously had to have been willing to accept some kind of risk if you're going to have unprotected mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. and for me – Honestly, and we I had this conversation with the guy this morning, and we were chatting, and we both are that kind of like the same mind where it's like I don't need to have, I'll just say I don't need to have anal sex to have sex, you know. Mm-hmm. I there's so mm-hmm. much else you can do, just like like being with each other that'll still get you off, that that doesn't need to happen. Right. So it's like it's not the end all be all for a, um, uh, an encounter, you know, which I kind mm-hmm. of kind of find refreshing. Because it's like there's so much more you can do, so much more you can enjoy each other. It's like you don't need to do that. So it's like it's almost like even though you're both negative, you're still kind of avoiding a little bit of a risk, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, but I, you still did have anal sex, so it doesn't matter. What? But you still did have anal sex, so it doesn't matter. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. You had it last night, or was it this morning? Um. Neither. So anyway, oh, um, I'm just I, I'm tempted to watch the interview just so I can get the background information to see like what happened. Like, did this other guy ask? You know, stuff like that. Right. Put it out there. So, right. How but about you, David? What do you think? Oh, sorry. No, that's no, I'm good. Cool. 
What'd you say? Sorry, okay. I missed it. I said, uh, so, David, what, what, did, what, what were your thoughts on this or your opinion? Um, so I think we should all be 100% honest and say that some gay men in this world, in our community, will disclose. And they'll say, you know what, I'm HIV positive. They'll put it on their profile. They'll say it when they meet you. Some will not and will wait for you to ask. And some gay men don't want to know, so they don't ask. I actually had a friend who was having unprotected sex for three years with different partners, and I asked him, do you know your status? He said, I don't want to know it. I probably have it. I'm like, oh, my God. Are you fucking crazy? Um, It's funny you bring this up today because at this very moment, my friend in... In Miami, he's a director and a writer and an actor, and he has this film called Proxy, and if you look it up, Proxy the film on Twitter, it's got three different storylines, and one of the storylines is exactly this topic. Someone goes, one of the characters goes to hook up with somebody, and it turns out he hooked up with someone who's HIV positive, and that person who's one of the characters in the film, says, you should tell our friend about this guy. You guys didn't use protection. And he says, you know what? It's his responsibility. He needs to figure that out for himself. And that there's a whole discussion with um, that within the movie. And funny enough, Charlie Harding is in it too, by the way. Um, Wait, did you say Tanya Harding? No, no, no. Oh. Tanya Harding. <laughs> Charlie like, Harding, the, the porn star. Oh. Different oh my God. Different I got so excited when I heard Tanya Harding. <laughs> I bet you did, girl. Um, I, started, but yeah, I actually started listening. <laughs> and um, so I just think that it's definitely something that you need to, number one, disclose up front, and number two, ask. And I know that there's, like, this whole thing in the gay community where it's, like, you talk online, it's, like, age, sex, location. Well, you should be knowing if the person is HIV positive or negative, not to discriminate against them, but just to know, you know. No, you're right. I mean, it's your job to find out and then make a conscious decision whether or not you're going to be uh, be unsafe or safe or, you know, whatever your acceptable level of risk is. I mean, you need and, to be the adult as well. Because for a very long time, 90s up until like a couple of years ago, Every single porn had face sex. And I'm not saying I'm a connoisseur of porn, but I'm hearing and I'm seeing people are not using condoms now, even in porn. And I'm like, whoa, that is insane. And and then you get to straight porn and they don't use condoms at all. And in gay porn, it's, it's hit or miss with the video. I was, I was shocked by that and kind of a little grossed out. Um, so I think that that has something to do with our community too and how we when we hook up with people we want that porn experience but I think it's kind of nasty so that's my thought on it I think you should definitely be arrested too I don't know where I stand stand on that I I mean I don't know a ton about this particular incident but I feel there's a big sense of personal responsibility. You know, if you're going to sleep with someone, take precautions. Um, and STDs have been around for decades, too. So, like, if you mm-hmm. can be arrested for exposing someone to HIV and go to jail, 
what about herpes? What about HPV? What about and then what if you go past STDs? And I mean, is what does it mean? It, it becomes it's, it's really just a case of he said he said. Who are you going to believe, and what does that really mean for the? How does that affect us? What's the ripple effect from that if this decision is made that way? So that's kind of what I worry about uh-huh. too, even more so than specifically what happened in the story. And I don't know if either of you know this, but in the South, especially in the black communities, women are getting HIV at a rapid rate because their cheating husbands are fucking each other without condoms and not saying anything, and then going back to their wives and pregnant. Huh. Nobody's arresting anybody there, but they caught yeah. it down, though, because they feel like if you go to have sex with this person and bring a condom, you're admitting you're gay. This is like the mm-hmm. stupid mentality of these men. So it's like, yeah. but um, I was going to say that I think it's kind of fun. Like, I, I don't want to make a joke about it, but hey, at least he's not going to be someone's bitch in prison. I mean, be honest. Just, I don't know. Um, do anyway. either of you watch watch Grey's Anatomy? Uh, I gave up on it. <laughs> I did too. I was I okay. So I, I I knew we heard something was coming on Thursday. I haven't watched since I don't know. I think season four or five, whenever it was that George died, and I didn't decide just because George died that I'm done with the show. It just I just happened to stop watching. Oh. Um, but they they, wow. they they yeah, it's been years. But they killed off Derek Shepard on Thursday. Like a major character, just dead. And I, I, now, I don't know. Did what they kill him off, or did he quit? That's the thing. Well, that's that. See, I, I don't know because what, what some rumors are saying, you know, he's cause they, apparently he may have cheated on his wife, or there's marital problems. I'm not sure. I don't want to make stuff up, but I heard there's personal trouble going on, and he had asked to be released from his contract. That's the one story uh, you hear. Uh, and oh, the, the other story is like he's a diva, and Shonda fired him. Yes, yes. And, and, yeah. and that, I feel it may be closer to the truth. I don't know. Just because the yeah. interview that, that he did with, in, I think it was Entertainment Weekly, um, he just seemed so caught off guard that he was being killed off, and he didn't really have any words to say. And it was just, there, there was just, I don't know. It, and then she gave a statement, and she used a lot of words, but didn't give a lot of information. It just seemed something big behind the scenes. And that's fine. That's Hollywood, and that's life. But for someone like like if that was still my show, if that was still the show that I watched, I would just be so mad that this happened. So, and I know they're not real people, mm-hmm. but um, but I'm sure we all have watched shows that have been on long a long time and they kill someone off. And you're like, what? why would they do that? Why should they just write them out of the show? So like I don't know Victoria if you got off either way. Like is that like they did like Victoria Grayson? Oh, I'm trying. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's on Revenge. It's Madeline. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so. I stopped watching the show because it got too weird. Like, these people are in a hospital and they all sleep with each other. I just think that's weird. But um, I actually can agree with you because when they killed off Maureen Bauer and Guiding Light, mm-hmm. I was shocked and I hated <laughs> Jill Ferenfeld and I still do to this day. Um. Yeah, I think it's funny that you gave up on the show, though. I mean, wow, that's pretty shocking, well, I, Mr. Yeah, cheerleader. I, 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 and it's not like I just stopped watching. Like I'm mad. It was just too much to do and too much, too many things to watch, and that one just kind of stopped for me. So, but I started to think about it. If it was real life, like Meredith Grey, 
who would ever want to be her? They've killed her mother. They've killed her stepmother. They've killed her sister. They've killed her half-sister. They've killed her friends. They've killed their... I mean, like, she don't know her because you're going to die. You're next. So, I don't know. I feel at a certain point, it's, it's starting to make me question the, the reality of the show as well. I mean, yeah. I don't know. So well, I talked about that more than I wanted to. It just made me mad. Well, last week, they basically killed Jake on another show, on Scandal. So, it's like, what is, oh. Shonda, is Shonda going through something? Like, what's going on, baby girl? Wait, so they did kill him off, or they didn't? So he was stabbed repeatedly in his abdomen. Oh, okay. He kind of, um, sort of, is hanging by a thread. But the thing about Jake, I don't know if you watch Scandal. I don't. Jake's a bad dude. Like, he's a really bad dude. So everyone else is, like, up in arms, and I'm like, hmm... He's a bad dude, though. I mean, he could be killed off, and I'd be okay. Yeah. But I just think she's going through something. Hmm. Who knows? Who knows? I just see a lot of people angry on Twitter, so. Yeah. Toast, mega Um, And then also today uh, is the uh, annual Daytime Emmy Awards, and I will not be able to watch them because... While it's great that they're being televised again after being, you know, on the internet last year, they're on this channel called Pop TV, and I don't get that channel. So I feel a little. I don't even know what that is. But I, apparently, I it's, the, it's the former um, TV Guy channel. But that doesn't make sense to me oh. either because I always got the TV Guy channel, but now it's telling me I don't. So I don't know. But I read that they are giving Billy White a Lifetime Achievement Award tonight, and so Aww. I am excited about that because I'm a. I love Tron Mary Tyler Moore and Mama's Family and, and Golden Girls and, um, mm-hmm. and everything else. So I didn't know if you two were fellow Betty White fans. I have a feeling you are, but I'm not sure. Yeah? Yeah, and, I, uh, do I you think have, she's awesome. Yeah, do you have a favorite show she was on or a favorite moment that she played or anything like that? A Betty memory? Well, I just I just loved her, just going way back, I just loved her on... Um, on Mama's Family and El- as Ellen, that that was just because it was like that, you know, that evil side of her. I mean, that you kind of <laughs> yes. saw mm-hmm. with Sue. Even though the best, best Mary Tyler Moore episode is the Lars affair. Whenever yes. Sue Ann is having an affair and Floris, um, Phyllis confronts her, that's like the best. But um, mm-hmm. I kind of liked her as Ellen on Mama's Family. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I took Golden Girls out of the mix because that's just a given for me. But yeah, mm-hmm. right, that's a given for every gay boy. Yeah. What about you, David? Do you have a favorite Betty moment? Um, I, I I loved her up until now, and then she did she did this uh, cameo in You Again with um, Kristen Bell, and there was this one scene where she's like um, going to um, his ex girlfriend, this guy who walks up. She says, "Oh my God, I haven't seen you. Um, Can I get your info?" <laughs> Betty White turns to him and she, she says all her info. She's like, and I'm on the Facebook, look me up. I don't know why. I just think it was like, I just laugh so hard when I think about it. Because she's just um, so, she may be like in her 90s, but she's very hip. And I love that about yes. her. And then in the end, yes. her and Cloris Leachman have this whole like vendetta against each other. And it's, I don't know. I, it, in that movie, I loved her a lot. And then also in the proposal. I like that she's still current. That's what I love mm-hmm. about her. Yeah, every generation likes her, you know, for different reasons. But, like, she's disconnected. Mm-hmm. She's on TV. She's, like, she's practically invented TV. Like, she said in this interview that 
I mean, she didn't say those words, that's me. But she said that when she was first on, she was doing this daily show, this daytime show that was on five and a half hours a day, six days a week, and that's just what you did. And she was so excited to be part of the birth of the medium, pretty much. She's been on TV since the 40s, so um, definitely an icon. So I feel it's kind of funny it's taken this long to give her uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award, but I'm happy it's happening. And can we all mention the fact that she was at the um, People's Choice Awards and Chris Evans walked up to her and helped her on stage. Was that, like, the, the cutest moment in history? Mm. Oh, I did not see it, it but like I can imagine it. Grandma. Oh, you can Google <laughs> this. I, I'll, I'll tweet out the picture. It is the cutest thing in the world. Oh, my God. I loved it. Oh, very nice. Oh, and then the only other thing I have, um, I was trying to find some research about Eva Mendez to see how I could mention her this week, and the only <laughs> thing I found, the only thing I found for the, the Eva moment is that she has... Uh, she's joined Estee Lauder as the face of their new Dimension skincare collection, and we can look forward to the TV and print ads this fall. Um, I can't really make fun of that. So, and there's our, but there's, there's our Mendez minute. <laughs> you I do realize that, that mentioning her brings up the fact that Kyle was bitching to me, right? You do realize that. So every time Wait, you, you mention say? it, it's, every time you mention Eva or something or JLo, it's kind of like reminding us how bitchy Kyle was to me on air. You do realize that, right? Well, see, the way that I look at it is that I, I love J-Lo, so I'll always talk about her if, if I have something to say. And I have no idea who Eva Mendez is. I've looked her up. I don't know her. So to me, it's just more funny that we get so worked up about her, so I'm going to keep bringing her up <laughs> just because it's funny. Awesome. So but keep then, reminding me what a bitch Kyle is. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime. Build a bridge. <laughs> so right over your honey. Lord. Um, well, I wanted to actually congratulate Ray Wise for his win um, tonight, or yesterday. He won the guest starring role in a daytime drama. I said right away when I found out he was nominated, this category was his. Wasn't it a three-way tie with Donna Mills? Yeah, I was going to say that. Or is yeah, that it was. Different? Yeah, it yeah. was a three-way tie. Uh, yeah. It made history no, as being the first three-way not. tie. It was Ray Wise, Donna Mills, and somebody me? else. No, I'm serious. I saw on Twitter, it's like people like congratulating Donna Mills on her Emmy. Like, oh, great, she won. And then I looked, I looked for a picture, and it's like there's her, Ray Wise, and the other person, another guy. And it was a trip. It was a three-way tie. How do you get a three-way tie uh, for a major award? Uh, what is that? You know, Michael, I know how. Three people voted. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is disgusting. I'm so upset right now. <laughs> you, what? Okay. Do not, de- do, not deny, do not deny Donna Mills her daytime Emmy. I love Donna Mills. She did nothing but like talk to Michelle Stafford with bad eyelashes. That's all she did. Ray Wise actually scared the shit out of us. Like, are you kidding me? Well, and you didn't even see, remember get, the third person. Well, see, you I know, left Genoa City before that. Because it was probably nobody. It's Donna Mills. Oh. I got to talk to her on Doug's show. And she's doing oh, a okay. show with, with Joan Rivers now, a reality show about soap actresses producing their own show. Uh, blah, blah, not, blah. Well, if she's doing it with Joan Rivers, then it's going to be kind of gross. Because, you know, no, Joan Collins, the corpse. Sorry, Joan Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that, too. I wasn't sure. But okay. <laughs> Oh. Thanks for actually saying, oh, don't you mean Joan Collins? No, you took the bitchy route again. Well, 
I assume you meant Melissa, Melissa Rivers, and that's an easy mistake to make. I wasn't going to point it out. Thank you for thinking that, because the other bitch in the room did not. Oh. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, what, what, what now? There's also, and I can't believe this is happening, uh, well, first off, awesome job. I want to congratulate you today. You did an awesome job. Yes. Congratulations. You did a very good job. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I still feel nervous, but I'm okay. Even his congratulations sound bitchy. Um, <laughs> so, we, David and I had a discussion yesterday about you. It's like, or the other day, it's like, have you seen the first Wives Club? Do we need to put that on your list of movies you need to see? I own that, and I've seen it, yes. Okay, good. good. Whoa! Okay. Holy mother! I fell off the bed. I did not expect that at all. Wow. I I have okay. seen movies, because maybe not always the same ones. Um, so do you guys remember the bakery that the lesbian couple went into and they asked, you know, can you make me, can you make us a cake for our wedding? And the people said, you know what, it's against my religious, religious belief, so no. Well, they got sued, and the judge said, you know what, you violated their constitutional rights, you should serve them. So what did they do? They created a GoFundMe campaign, and they got a ton of money. Well, GoFundMe then said, you know what, um, I don't think that we should get involved because the fact of the matter is the court said you can't have this money, so we're going to take your campaign off, and you can keep your money, but we're discontinuing your campaign. <laughs> the lady tweeted, apparently GoFundMe is run by Satan. Um how do you guys feel that they are bitchy? Well, first of all, I feel like they put up their religious beliefs and they said, no, we're not serving you. That's all right. But then they get pissed when GoFundMe says, mm, we don't want to help you because it's all right and it's against law. Exactly. So, exactly. What are your thoughts, Michael? So did, they, did you say they, 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 just, they stopped the campaign but they got to keep the money? Up until that point, exactly. or did they just they all got stop? to keep the money they raised at that oh. point. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's but GoFundMe, bad, but I mean, yeah. When you I, put up a GoFundMe campaign, oh, just to let yeah. you know, sorry to interrupt. When you put up no, a GoFundMe okay. campaign, unlike Indigo, Indiegogo, um, if you put up an Indiegogo, there's a certain time period. With GoFundMe, it's unlimited. It's until you want oh. to stop it. Oh, okay. So GoFundMe I didn't said, know that. you know what? We're done. We're done. That's it. You're over. Take your money and go. Yeah. So fine. Um, go ahead. Continue. Well, it, I, I can't help but think of the um, the the other case, the the Memories Pizza in Indiana, mm-hmm. the, where they you know they said they wouldn't make they wouldn't cater pizza to a gay wedding, um, and which is would want who would want pizza at the wedding in the first place? But um, and right? then they had to shut down, and then they had the, then the, the people who were like, no, that's wrong, and they made their own page. I don't know if it was GoFundMe or one of the other ones, and they raised like three quarters of a million dollars for this for this local business. And I remember being so mad at that because like you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. on this hand, at least <laughs> the people that were wrong got some money. Then they got wronged again by having it stop. So I don't appreciate that, but I do like the fact that they were able to raise some money and hopefully put that towards something good. Um, and at least at least put some, some news out there that balances the, the other side with the pizza people. But 
Um, yeah, it, you just you get into a slippery slope when, it, like, the whole idea of your company is to help people raise money, and then you come in and decide, like, well, you can't, or you can't, or we're going to stop yours. I don't, I don't like that at all. That's not business. Well, it's that's, a kind that's, of, that's, that's there was a judgment. Well, see, the, the thing is, there was a judgment that said you owe money to these people. So for them to raise a GoFundMe, it's mm. basically getting into a slippery slope, and, it, and now it involves GoFundMe. So they don't have anything to do with that. So oh, okay. I, I don't know. I just feel it's weird, but Kyle, what are your thoughts? Well, I also, just like just exactly what you said, it's like, how dare they get offended that their rights are being, you know, questioned or it's like they're stopping it because someone doesn't believe in their rights when that's exactly why they're in that situation to uh-huh. begin with. So good for GoFundMe for cutting them off. And it's like, no. For, uh-huh. I think the main reason why they did cut them off is because they found out there was like a, that lawsuit. Like they were like in yeah. violation of the court. So it's like, uh, you've got uh-huh. a charge against you. So we're going to say <laughs> we, that plus the fact that you're bigots, we're not going to give you any money. So it's good for them, you know. The scary thing about this whole situation is, like, right now, primarily, it's like, you know, that people, they're, they're saying, like, these laws that you can, you know, deny people. But it's like, I'm wondering if it's mm-hmm. like, is it going to get to the point where it's like, now it's like, you know, you had some apparently really young gays wanting to eat pizza for their wedding. And then you got the lesbians who want the cake, which is great. But is it just going to be these kind of things? I mean, I don't really walk into stores and say, hi, I'd like to buy some ginger ale because I'm going to, you know, suck a big dick later, you know, so <laughs> serve me because I'm gay. You don't? It's like, no, 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 no. I keep that to myself, um, yeah. especially when yeah. I am going to go down on a big dick. But um, the thing is, oh. it's like, are, are people, are you going to be able to walk into a store and people could judge you just by the way you look and say like, uh, I think you're gay. You're not getting any ginger ale, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just weird. That's what it's. That's what. That's what it seems like. It could get to that point. I mean, but the thing is, it's mm-hmm. like you're in a business and using your religious beliefs. It's like then you know what? Get out of business. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like yeah. You know. And then or again, label yourself a religious bakery or you know whatever you are religious. I know this sounds weird. A religious auto shop. You know. <laughs> then we will stay away from it. But if you're just saying, you know, hey, I'm I'm a cake baker, you know, and part of it too, and I'm going to be 100% honest, I feel like sometimes we start our own shit. So we're going to go to a pizza shop and we're going to say, you know what, I'm gay and I, 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 want this, I want this pizza for my gay wedding. Knowing that you've heard rumors that this place discriminates against gays because I don't care who you are, you will ask around what is a good place to go to. And if they say they don't like gays, why are you going there? I know. It's you like why wouldn't you want to patron- why wouldn't you want to patronize a gay organization to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I would come is insane. Yeah. It, I agree. I agree. And we're just eating but, it. We're not like rubbing it on ourselves and having <laughs> sex with it. You know, I don't understand what they think we're gonna do with this with this food. Like, <laughs> take a bite, Wait, you'll turn gay. Why too. can't they, like, that's not how it works? Well, haven't, you seen, haven't you seen the signs that say it's in any place? With, I don't know if it's religious. It says we, we, you know, we have the right to refuse service to anyone. It's like yes, just yeah. slap that, just slap that in your window, and then let True. people like decide whether or not they want to go in. You know, but mm-hmm. I yeah. get it. I yeah. get it. But it's like I just, it's like right now, it's like you know, 
using religion is like it's just like, I can't believe it. it's like that's your own belief. It's like I'm not like you uh-huh. said I'm not gonna go and order my my wedding cake from you and then like lather it all over my body and give it back to you. I mean, what do you <laughs> care what I'm doing with your cake? <laughs> right. Mm. You know. But not only that, but you're in business. Don't you want money? Do you think that we are? Would you rather us be like in the mafia or something? Would that be okay if we were like laundering yeah. money and like paying the cake? Like, what do you think we're going to do? Like, we, we hold down jobs. Sometimes our family helps us. Like, this is a, a joyous occasion. We don't right. want to touch your hand while, we're, while you're making the cake or breathe on you and make you gay. You know, this, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, and the, I don't know if it was the pizza place or some other, or maybe it was, it was a bakery, but um, they were trying to, you know, show how good they were by saying, well, we would bake you a cake for, or we'd, we'd make you a gay birthday cake, and you can come in and buy this for that and this for that, but when it comes to the wedding, that's where we draw the line. I almost wish a business would be one way or the other, one extreme, like, yes, we'll make cakes for everything, or no, we will not make cakes for any gay person. But they, mm-hmm. It was like they were softening the blow, like, yeah, well, we draw the line at your wedding, but come, feel free to come here for your birthday next week. No. Oh, my God. Right. And the thing is, in this court case, the judge said you owe that couple $135,000. They raised 100000 So basically, they would have to give that money over to the gay couple. So that's another layer of why GoFundMe didn't want to be part of it. Um, but, but did they get the money? Is that what you had said, though? They did get that? or Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Couldn't okay. not, they could not give them the money that has been raised. So they, right. did, okay. they, okay. they just cut it off. And they said, you okay. can have what, what has been raised. But the other big thing is, like, who are these people that are sending all this money? It's like, I was don't thinking we have, that. Like, yes. Don't we have, like, other charities and starving children and homeless people that we could be giving all this money to as opposed to mm-hmm. helping some bigoted company? Because, oh, we got, we got arrested because we couldn't give two lesbians a cake. I mean, why mm-hmm. would you give your money there? I mean, but it's all in the name of religion. Yeah. It's all in the name of religion. Let, let kids yeah. die on the street and all this other stuff. God forbid we help them. People who actually mm. need help. It's just frustrating. So, a huge turn uh, to some fun stories. Um, well, first of all, I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, Orange is the New Black or um, yes. Watch Laundered or SVU. Today is Porn Stash's birthday. And I just wanted to say happy birthday. I tweeted Pablo Schreiber and he favorited my tweet. I love him. We're going to get married. Um, so I, I just wanted to say happy birthday to him. And also, I was watching Nashville this weekend, well, just now, and one of my other favorite actors, his name is Lou Frigno Jr., was on Nashville. Who did he gay. play? That's right. What? Who did he play? You didn't know he had He played this gay producer's boyfriend. Hello. I was so happy. I could not believe it. Oh, he was the guy that... Um... Chris Carmack's love interest took took to the party? Yes. Oh, I didn't yes, even know. That's I, he, didn't him. Even, he didn't even register for me. I was too busy looking at Chris Carmack and Kyle D. Massey. Well, whatever, whatever. Forget them. Um, Lou is so adorable. I talk to him on Twitter all the time. I was like, you bitch, why didn't you tell me you were going to be on Nashville? I love that. And if you look at him, he has had other guest starring roles like Teen Wolf and everything. His face always looks completely different. So I was like shocked I didn't recognize him. Um, and also, sad news in the entertainment world. I hope you're 
sitting down. I know you're inconsolable about this, Kyle. I know you didn't want to talk about it, but we're going to have to talk about it. Ariana Grande and Big Sean broke up. Are you okay, Kyle? Um, I think I'm going to live. You sure? Can you talk to me? I can get you a number. No, I'm not that big of a... I know, but I'm not that big of an Ariana Grande fan. The funniest part about now, if you told me about now, if you told me Ashley Tisdale got a divorce, then I'd be in tears. Oh, I do like her. Oh dear. Oh, I don't like her. Um, I love her. Oh God. Um, uh, <laughs> Big Sean said that Ariana was too immature for him, and when she would say, "Oh, I'm going to be at this concert to support you," she wouldn't be there. She was practicing at the Grammys or something, so she was just immature. So that's why he broke up with her. Well, she's what, 12? This, how old is she? <laughs> <laughs> that ponytail is. <laughs> um, this from a man who put out a song, I Don't Fuck With You, to a girl that he broke up with and then said stole his watch. She's the immature one? Ariana's the immature one. Oh, okay. Great. I, I, I don't even know what to say about that guy. I think he's gross. Yeah, so, um, Michael, did you, because you you get out to see movies more than I do, and did you see anything this weekend that you want to talk about? Um, I, not this weekend, but um, last week I did see uh, Cinderella at the theater, um, and I didn't, I knew that it was out, but I didn't know anything about it, and I didn't plan on seeing it, but a friend of mine said she was going and asked if I wanted to go, and I had nothing to do, so I said, okay, and I really, really liked it. Um mm-hmm. Um, like a lot, and so yeah, I would see it again. And fi- uh, the theater in town uh, on Tuesday it's five dollar day, so that's kind of the reason oh. we went. I'm like, I can spend five dollars and see a movie, and I enjoyed it a lot. So, and then apparently mm-hmm. Disney is going to be making live version movies of a few other of their classics as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but we'll, like they keep I, talking I new, we'll new cast members of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard about that one yesterday. And Sophia Coppola's doing The Little Mermaid. Oh my God, David! What did you see? Anything? Did you go see Age of Adeline? I did. And jeez, uh, you're really following my Facebook. <laughs> I didn't think anybody did. Um, let me tell you, this movie was so good. Um, oh, okay. I loved it. I loved seeing. Oh wait, that's right. You did comment on it. That's right. Um, I love seeing Serena Van Der Woodson. Um, she was very. Ethereal. Like, I kept thinking, oh, my God, look at her clothes. Look at her hair. This woman just had a baby? Like, Blake was amazing. She cried on cue. She acted really well. She held her own against uh, Harrison Ford. I'm not going to ruin the story, but it, just, it was such a good movie. I recommend everybody see it. It was so romantic and a little bit unbelievable, but it's okay. <laughs> I just I just went on Facebook because a friend of mine in San Francisco, he and his partner went to see it, <laughs> and I he said, you know, because we like a rom com, a romantic drama, and I say, and we like Red yeah. Lively, and his next comment was, it was terrible. He hated it. <gasps> oh, yeah. I didn't want to murder her. Yeah. <laughs> but how was the hot uh, guy? Oh my God. Okay. Right. <laughs> He's from Nashville. Do you remember him? He was the yeah, producer that Raina hooked yeah. up with. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just be 100% honest. His character was a stalker. <laughs> it was so freaking weird. 
he was sexy and everything, and there was a couple times that the camera held really long in his butt, which I appreciated. But he, his character was kind of creepy to me. I, I know it was supposed to be he saw her and he he loved her, but it was kind of stalkerish. Like, mm. But other than that, it was fine. He's, he's really good with his American accent. Well, you know, there was like a, there was some jokes going around. I'm, I'm, talk amongst yourself while I look for it. Um, it was uh, something that Anna Kendrick tweeted. Oh boy. Let me let me find it because I mean that I couldn't love her anymore because she's so freaking funny. And Pitch Perfect Two will be out soon. <laughs> find I cannot wait for that movie. Do you guys watch the Battle of the Lip Sync, the Lip Sync Battle with LL Cool J? No, I want to. I oh, my God. Yeah, it is so it good. It is so good. Anna Kendrick was on with John Krasinski. Um, the Anne Hathaway and Emily Blunt was really yeah. funny. I, did, um, I saw that clip on, on YouTube. Yeah. God, I wish I could find it. Anyway, um, it, I'm just trying to... I, yeah. I did want to mention too, if you guys ever want to laugh, like till you're crying and your stomach hurts, look up on YouTube celebrity mean tweets. There's nine of them. Oh, I love Have you them. heard of them before? <laughs> yes, I love them. Have you heard of them, Michael? No, I, I I didn't hear what you said. I heard celebrity and then nothing. Celebrity mean tweets. So Jimmy Kimmel Jesus. has oh. celebrities come on yes. his show and they read tweets that people tweet out. Yes, oh, I've seen that. Oh, you have? Yes, yes. Some of my favorites are um, Chris Pratt, where he reads it, he goes, fuck off, Chris Pratt. He looks at the camera and goes, aw, aw. Oh, my God. Those ben, are so, they're so fun. Michael, you've got to look hilarious. them up, I, and you will binge watch yeah. all of them. They're hilarious. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've seen, a, couple, seen um, a few. One was Britney Spears. I feel like Britney Spears is stalking me on the radio. Quit. What is it? Quit stalking me with your suckage, you tired hag. Uh, and she's she laughing the laughing. whole time. And then my favorite, though, was Lisa Kudrow. I hope you all have a great weekend. Except you, Lisa Kudrow. You Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. And wait, remember when they said Scott Foley is so ugly he has raper face? And he's like, <laughs> raper face? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm telling you, I... Little Wayne looks like a crab apple. I don't know what the crab apple is. Oh, Gerard Butler? Does Gerard oh. Butler have, have, a, have student loans or something? Because why does he keep doing these sucky movies? And he says, I don't have student loans. I just do sucky movies. Oh. <laughs> it's real. You have Selena to Gomez is on the radio. Is there a volume lower than mute? That was awesome. <laughs> Um, dear God, can, can you give us Tupac and we'll give you Justin Bieber? And they're reading this, and they're, some of them react like they're pissed off. Oh, my God, did you see Jeremy Lin? He says <laughs> something about a haircut. So Jeremy, oh, Jeremy Lin needs to get to the gym, G-I-T. And so he looks at the camera and he goes, and you need to get the spell check. Um, <laughs> okay, I I found the Anna Kendrick tweet. So yeah, go ahead. Um, oh God! And 
It's a, it's got a picture of the guy. I, I think it's I can't pronounce it. I don't, it's not Michael. It might be Mikhail Kleisman, the guy who's mm-hmm. yeah, in Battle in Nashville. He's Irish, so I don't know how yeah. to pronounce it. Sorry. So there's a picture of him from Game of Thrones in a suit, and Anna Kendrick's tweet is, Madonna kissed Drake, Hillary's running for president, but HBO still hasn't shown this dude's dick. Hashtag oh. feminist priority. <laughs> yes. Wow. I like it. Anna's thirsty. Jeez. I love her. <laughs> I, I love Anna Kendrick. I mean, if you don't fall in love with her in camp, then, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you. That's how I first found her. Yes. So I have She's a question for, for both of you. Um, how do you feel about celebrities commenting on other celebrities, kind of like how Anna did, whether it's cute, whether it's, oh, I have a crush on this person, um, like Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence said that she was at a party with John Stamos and she was following around checking out his ass. And he turned around and he's like, hey. And she's like, hey. And then she turned and ran the other way. Um do you think it's cute? Do you think it's weird? Kyle, what are your thoughts? I think it just shows that they're human just like us. I think it's kind of cute and kind of funny. Because they've got, like, you know, we're not going to get to go to a party with John Samos. Jennifer Lawrence will. And I want to hear funny shit from Jennifer Lawrence about John Samos. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's like yeah, I 100% right. agree. I, I think I think it's just fun, and it shows them in a different light, and that they're human, and that they're and I love when either you, you think of celebrities as being you know this whole other entity, and when they get starstruck or they are awkward, and I just I love that. It feels relatable, and you kind of see, you feel like you kind of have like an inside look into their life. So I, I'm for it. Yeah, I think of another example when Jennifer Lawrence was doing an interview, and Jack Nicholson walked up to her and he's like, "Oh, hey, you're doing great." You do great work, and then she walked. He walked away, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's all you yeah. know. That was classic. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the fact that she falls like everywhere she goes, I think it's hilarious. Um, I think she falls I think on it's purpose. Cool, lately, but, but I like it. You think? So? I don't think it's on purpose. I think, no, I think in the beginning it was an action or was she was nervous because she's now famous and getting acknowledged. But I feel some of these falls. You can't be that clumsy, and if you are, don't wear heels. I feel some of it is. I think it's yeah. some, a little bit yeah. for the attention. Did you see Amy Schumer did the same thing and fell in front of Kim and Kanye uh, as a joke, and they yes. kind of looked and walked away? Yes. I love that. I didn't that. get the joke. I didn't understand it. I was so confused. I'm like, what, is she crawling? Like, what is going on? I didn't understand it at all. I was very confused. But she said, you know, it looks like Kanye and Kim are really pissed, but after the camera stopped taking pictures, they actually were really nice, and I think that Kanye helped her up. I can't remember. But I didn't get the joke at first. I'm like, what? What is the funny part? I don't get it. Do you, I don't you, find her funny. I, oh, okay. What? Never mind. You, you don't find Amy Schumer funny, like at all? Wow. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Um, you don't have to apologize to us. <laughs> I'm not gonna apologize to her because she ain't talking funny. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so we're kind of at the end. So, Kyle, any other thoughts, any other topics that you have? No, I, I'm spent. From this or this morning? Oh, this morning was kind of a bust, but, um, I'm kind of like, literally, I, I think we had a, I think we had a good show. I think it was good. Michael? Now I can go watch TV. 
Michael, anything? Did they lose um, him? No, I'm here. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have anything else to add today, I don't think. Um, just I mean, I'll be buying the Mariah I, um, Carey song at midnight, but that's all. Aw. I said I'll be buying um, the Mariah Carey song at midnight, but that's all. That's cute. Um, so I took myself out to brunch today because my birthday is Friday, and I, I, I don't know, I just like doing things by myself now that I'm back in the city. And so I took myself to brunch, and I, my my goal today was go to brunch, um, eat, and then leave. Well, I got there, and I'm, you know, ordering brunch, and the, the manager comes up because he had asked me to come back for brunch on Taco Tuesday. He said, oh, come for Sunday brunch. So <laughs> I got there, and I'm sitting down talking to the, the manager and the bartender, and this guy sits next to me, one seat away. He looked like a cross between George Clooney and Bradley Cooper. He was so freaking hot. And I couldn't stop, like, staring at him. I felt so, like, stalkerish. And so finally come to find out, people in Boston are really um, friendly. Like, this guy told me his whole entire life story. He's divorced, uh, has three kids, um, was married for 14 years, um, Unfortunately, he's straight, but didn't stop him from saying, hey, I'll see you here next time. Uh, yeah, why don't you tell me about the area in Boston? Hey, maybe you can, you know, come to my house and have a drink. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I, I Boston's very friendly. <laughs> then, then I got on the tee, and this hot guy was standing there with his dog. He says, apparently, you can bring dogs on the tee. I don't know if they do that in New York. Do they do that in New York? Bring Kyle? dogs where? On the um, oh, um, what do you guys call it? The L or the train or I don't know what you guys call it. The subway. Subway. Yeah. Okay. Subway. We call it. The yeah. I, sorry. Yeah, I think you. I mean, you could in San Francisco too. I mean, they had they, they usually either had to be service dogs or they would have to have some kind of muzzle on. But yeah, you could bring dogs on. Oh, this one didn't have a muzzle. He just had a leash. It was a chocolate pit bull. So just picture a brown, chocolate brown pit bull. It was so beautiful, and it was so docile. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, if I get near this thing, it's going to rip my face off. Do you know what it did? <laughs> the owner sat down. It jumped in his lap and started licking his face, like, repeatedly, to the point where he's like, all right, stop, stop. I'm like, oh, my God, that's a pit bull? And his name was Coach, because I, of course, I had to ask. So. Don't know where that name came from, but then he told me that he rescued the dog after it was two months old. Um, so, and it was just a big dog. I don't even know how much, how old it was, but but yeah, that's. Um, I just wanted to mention that and that how friendly Boston is, and the um, marathon went off obviously without a hitch. The last marathon runner had MS. He actually didn't run the whole thing. He walked the whole thing because he had such severe MS. It took him 20 hours to finish it. But he finished, and um, he finished, like, the next day. So it was Marathon Monday. He finished on Tuesday. So it's a big deal around here. But That's awesome. All right, well, what? Yeah. I said that's awesome that I he was, did it, you know? I was just thinking, though, like, did he have to rest? Because that's 20 hours, like. I a long day. 20 hours. I can't I, even I, run a mile sometimes. No. 
So 20 hours with MS, just walking, yeah. and he, was, he wasn't really walking. He was kind of like picking himself up, you know, but like I said, he has severe MS, so it looked like walking to us, but it was like jogging to him. How does that happen? Like, how, how did, does he have to stop? Like, I, I didn't understand it, I guess. I was a little confused. But, um, and then also one thing I forgot to mention last week, Aaron Hernandez got charged um, all, guilty on all counts, so he's going to prison for life with no parole. And the tweets are starting where um, he, <laughs> I saw one tweet, Aaron Hernandez, tight end in football, somebody's back end in prison or something. I can't remember the tweet, but referencing the fact that he's probably going to be someone's bitch. But anyway, um, thanks again for joining me, you guys. I appreciate it. Um, see you guys next week. Oh, wait, week wait, 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 wait. Sorry, really, really quickly. We were supposed to mention the Facts yeah. of Life marathon, and we didn't. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, Kyle! You dropped the ball there. I had a freak out yesterday. I was watching my Golden Girls marathon, and then all of a sudden, it's like, "What's with all the facts of life?" It's like, <gasps> "What happened to Nancy McKeon?" And then, uh, honestly, nothing happened to Nancy McKeon. I didn't just, I didn't know logo showed facts of life, so I got sucked into it. And then, of course, it was Edna's edibles. It wasn't when they were at school. Uh-huh. But um, I totally forgot. Jamie Gertz was on it. She was one of the story oh, yeah. goes, St. Clair. She's hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a good show. But it's I a lot of yelling. Sure. They yell a lot. Mm. Yeah. But I remember well, as a kid, I watched, I watched it from beginning to end. I never, not, I, it was it was never a show that I gave up on. It's like I'm, even when it was the awful over our heads with Cloris Leachman, like, I never gave up on the pastel. I know. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, and uh, I the, like that Natalie. Stroke. Those are my. Those are my favorites. Mm. Wow. The, Natalie was my favorite girl on on Back to Life, and I and you probably know this since you're a fan. But uh, she was not an actress; she was at a, a boarding school, and they kind of did some research and stopped at the boarding school, and they were just so taken with her, they put her on the show, and that's how she got on. Hmm. And I just yeah. love that. I love that. So, do you got a trivia question? Do you know which one of the girls was the first to lose her virginity on the show? It was Natalie. I feel it me. was Natalie. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody. So too. Blair never gave it up. It was supposed no. to be Blair, though, but you know she doesn't do that. So she, yeah. uh, so they they turned it around and had to be Natalie instead. And they couldn't handle. She, they couldn't handle because she found Jesus. Yes. she found Jesus and she found Jesus and craft services. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> hey, dude, you're such a bitch. Well, no, they even talked about how the girls had weight home. issues. <laughs> well, except Nancy McKeon. Um, but still, yeah, it was just. It's yeah. a good show. Yeah, well, when and, I posted on Facebook, a friend of mine said, "Thank you for remind. Thank you for telling me about the facts of life. The best thing about the show is that when I turn it on a logo, it happens to be when they're at a male strip club. So thanks for that." <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and we can't talk oh. about it without talking about George Clooney. Hello. I know he was on for yep. that year. Yeah, he was on a lot of oh, shows for a year. He was Roseanne. There was even he was on a sitcom he was on a sitcom called ER in the eighties that lasted a year. Yep. Yep. He was yep. on two shows called ER. That's crazy. And he was on a Golden Girls episode. Yes, he was. Oh, uh, I just watched that last night. Um, was yeah, where they're undercover in the Golden Palace. No, it was Golden Girls. Golden Girls season oh, okay. season two, okay. I believe. Oh my god. Well, I just watched it last night. I had the set. 
Oh, okay. It was very good. Jeez Louise. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks again, guys. Before I go, any other topics? Nope. We managed to squeeze in Fact of Life, so I think we're all good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week, and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Bye. Yeah, see you later. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk Radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.